Hey everyone, welcome to Tales from the Pros. This is Michael Giorgio, your host and co-founder of Imagine Ovation. My awesome guest with me here today was recently named number two on the top 50 online influencers in the world by Entrepreneur Magazine, as well as a blogging expert by Forbes. Time Magazine recognized this serial entrepreneur as a motivational speaker that helps people find a quote-unquote sense of meaning in their lives. He is also the founder and CEO of Calendar.com. Please welcome John Rampton. This is Tim. John, thanks again for being with me here today, man. I really, really appreciate your time. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. And excited, uh, excited to chat. Yeah, finally we're able to to uh, to get you on the calendar, man. I know you're uh, you're very busy, but um, I'm definitely honored to to have you on the show. So this is great. Happy to be here. Cool. So you know, John, me and you have spoken a few times. Um, you've helped advise us in a few different things and marketing and SEO and and link building content. Um, and you know, we've helped uh, each other out just a, a little bit and um, just learning more about you, John and. Uh, Honestly, like your story is very inspiring and especially about how you broke your leg and the doctor said you wouldn't be able to walk again. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that story, that journey and what obstacles you were going through and, and how the obstacles really helped you long term. Yeah. So well, when I was younger, uh, going to college, I was going to college, working full time at a full time job and then trying to pay for college by working on the weekends. Um, you know, up to this point, I was going full time at school, full time at work and then side gigs. Again, school costs a lot of money, guys. It's ridiculous. Um, totally ridiculous. But hey, it's what you have to do. So I was doing that. You know, I always wanted to be like a sales rep and I'm a very active person, like being outside, like going in and selling people. Well, on one particular Saturday morning, I was working at a construction site, spraying off equipment. I did this on Saturdays. I went and cleaned up the construction site. It was a great job. I think it paid like 25, 28 bucks an hour. I mean, it was an amazing job for a person in college. I'm there spraying off equipment and I'm facing the other way and all of a sudden um, somebody backs up over me in one of those heavy skidsters. Um, it had the beep, the backup beep disabled on it. So, and he wasn't paying attention and I was facing the other way spraying off with the hose. Well, it ended up snapping my leg in half. Um, I then over the next coming months, I was told by doctor after doctor after doctor that I would never walk again. Uh, literally 13 straight doctors told me I'd never walk again. And then one fateful day, I met a doctor who was a foreign doctor. And, um, you know, I had a video conference call with him and I said, hey, you know, I would love to see what you can do. And he's like, well, I've been working on some stem cell therapy and I'd love to test it out on you. You're the perfect person. You know, you broke the bone in the perfect place that we've been repairing. Let's see what we can do. Well, fast forward two years and they repaired my leg and I learned how to walk again. 
Um, what this did though, during that time is I still kept going to school, even though I couldn't walk, I was on crutches and in a wheelchair. Um, I couldn't do a lot of the things, you know, being told for almost a complete year that I probably would never walk again, made me, you know, really think deep down what's important in life. And two, like how I can actually make money. Because, you know, if long term, I can't be, I wanted to be a pharmaceutical sales rep. That was like my dream job, Uh, which is funny. But, you know, it's, it's funny to look back on things in the past. But you never hear that answer. It's like, I want to be a pharmaceutical sales rep. It's always like, I want to be a CEO of this company. I I want to be an actor. It's like what I wanted to do. Um, just a sales rep that goes around, talks with people, you know, interacts. If you know me, I I love talking with people. I love helping people out. Mm -hmm. Seemed like a perfect job. But, you know, during this time, basically the doctor was like, Hey, you're never going to walk again. So, Mm -hmm. and I heard that answer for almost a year straight. And this was where I was not walking during this time. I was all on crutches and must have felt very defeating at times. Oh, it was so defeating. It was so like uh, depressing to hear this over and over. But at the same time, I knew, hey, like if I want to live the type of life I want to live and have a family or do anything, I need to actually make something in my life and figure this out. During this time, I was also in bed a lot because I had surgery after surgery after surgery on my leg, trying to help fix it, trying to help stabilize it. I had pins in there. I had rods in there. I had every form of everything in there you could think of was in my leg. So I spent a lot of time on the couch. So when it comes to uh, movie marathons, there are very few people who can outlast me in a movie marathon. Um, I'm Netflix and chill. I'll watch you know, five seasons of a movie straight and not get off the couch once. I can still do this today and it does not bug me. I mean, literally like, you know, three days straight on a couch. I'm cool with that. Um, But which is hilarious. My wife hates it. literally hates it Um, because she'll be like, you watched three movies in a row and didn't get up. And I'm like, well, you know, Uber Eats brought me food at least. So ha ha ha. So you know, I, I did this, but I learned during time how to sell online. Since I couldn't go in person, I learned how to sell online. At the time, I was working at a company and we sold little widgets on how like real estate virtual tours widgets. And the top sales rep, I was the top sales rep. Uh, and I was selling between eight and 10 widgets a day, just calling people and visiting people going to offices. Well, I wanted to keep that money coming in because I got paid $10 per one that I sold. So, you know, I was making, you know, 80 to a hundred extra dollars on top of my, you know, base pay every single day. So I learned online marketing. I learned paid search. I learned online SEO, you know, there, it wasn't necessarily a term there, but I found that I could rank, you know, specific keyword terms online and they would drive leads to my website. I became pretty good at this. Um, it was something where, you know, I'm laying in a bed for 18 hours a day, not sleeping. What am I going to do with my time? You know, I only want to watch so many movies. So, you know, there's, you know, four or five, six hours down. What am I doing with the other 12? So I learned literally how people work online. I paid attention to what people do online, how they think, where they go, what they do, how they search for things online. I paid attention to this new thing called Google that was you know, ranking how people, you know, 
search online and they were ranking websites. And I was like, you know, if I can get my website ranking, they'll drive people to me and on Yahoo and all these places. Well, you know, fast forward a year, I'm still in bed. I'm still doing this. I'm blogging a lot. I'm writing a lot of content. I'm doing affiliate marketing. I'm doing paid search and my company, you know, the, the next highest sales brought beyond me was at six to eight sales a day. My record day was 540 sales in one day. I really learned this thing and I learned the power of online during this time. So I, I, I tell that story not to be like, Ooh, look at me, but just the power of online and what it can do. And if you truly engage and learn what is happening online, what is changing? How are people changing? Like right now, you know, 10 years ago, there was no mobile phones and no mobile phones dominate online. What is your business doing? What are you doing to attract these people? Are you paying attention to how they're using their phone, what they're doing, how they're typing in things? I mean, voice search, like Siri search, how, what percentage of Google searches are now on voice search? A year ago, that was not even a thing. But now almost 3% of all searches on Google are done via voice search and they are optimizing for people who, you know, attract that type of audience. What does that mean for you? Like, are you paying attention to that? Like, it's a pretty big thing. Well, that's kind of how I got into online marketing, how I got into SEO and stuff like that. So, and that's kind of goes into my second question, John. So, you found your passion for online or digital marketing because of that obstacle, that yep. struggle that you were going through. It's like, it, it just, it was, it's almost like it, it meant to happen. It gave you this opportunity for you to, to, um, to change lives. It, it gave you the, all these new business and life changing opportunities. Um, and is that, so do you think that that obstacle of you breaking your leg, that's what get, that was the trigger moment of, Find, allowing you to find your passion for online for marketing sure. and selling for sure yeah yep that's crazy man crazy just how how things in life happen to you and it gives you this just just the story that you have allows you to to make a um a positive impact like with me you know i i've I used to be bullied as a kid. I was bullied from you know elementary school middle school high school even even through a little bit of college yeah. to be honest um all those things that I went through, I kept going, I kept moving forward. It gave me a lot of humility and empathy, but it yeah. also made me yep. tough, you know? And I feel like I try to use those characteristics, those elements in my business, which has helped me, you know, cause it's added to my story. And for me, like I'm a storyteller and it, it allows me to, um, to sell more because you can resonate with people at the end of the day, when you're selling something, you're still dealing with people, whether it's a company or, an entrepreneur or someone who's you're still dealing there's someone who's driving that company yeah. that business you know what i mean so i agree you're still dealing with somebody so crazy um so in your experience john like with marketing and helping startups and even larger companies for so long what do you see as their biggest challenges they have in common on a marketing or business perspective and what guidance or advice would you give to help them? Yeah, so one of the biggest um, things that uh, one of the biggest problems that I see is actually probably something uh, 
that uh, a lot of you, have, you know, listening to this have experienced and faced is things don't work. Mm-hmm. Something doesn't work. Um, you know, you tried social media, it doesn't work. You try this, it doesn't work. You try that, it doesn't work. Um, knowing what works and what doesn't work is very, very hard. And there's a lot of people selling snake oil out there. Um, so I see common business owners being like, hey, I tried social media and it didn't work. Or I tried this and it didn't work. I tried that and it didn't work. Um, this is really, really hard for business owners. Um to, you know, really know, you know, cut through all the crap and, you know, work through it. So that's probably the biggest thing. My advice would be to test, 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 test. Don't put large money into like, if you want to test out AdWords, don't go put a $50,000 budget and blow through it in two months. Um, I would say instead put like a $1,500 budget and do it over 12 months. Um, that way you can see, cause there's going to be seasonality. You know, I had one person the other day that I talked to, this was a couple months ago that, uh, they had a paid search person come to them for Twitter and uh, like a Twitter, uh, paid search. So paying for PPC ads on Twitter and they sold them on a $25,000 budget, Twitter, yep. um, plus a management fee of $5,000 a month. So it was really like, you know, $40,000 budget. So they started the budget and they were spending about $8,000 a month and they did it for three months and it got them very little leads. It didn't even break even. It was actually very far from breaking even. But, you know, they came to me and were like, hey, we wasted 40 grand, blah, blah, blah. You know, it didn't work. And I was like, well, you know, if you notice like, you, when did you run the campaigns? Well, they ran the campaigns in June, July, and August. What's a problem with that? Like it's during the middle of summer months and business owners aren't online during that time. What? They're on vacation. Yeah, they're on vacation. They're out. They're not paying attention. Their little work gets done in those, especially, you know, people have their families. That's a time when their kids have out of school. Um, we then ran a $3,000 test and the $3,000 test in the middle of October last year ended up driving three times more than the entire thing did last thing uh, during that whole last period. And it cost him $3,000 plus a little bit of help. What month was it? Um, did you say that was? What? What month did you say that was? That was in October. October, wow. Yeah. Um. Now, had he just written that off and not like investigated it, done a postmortem, actually look what they did wrong, what they did right, had they just written that off, it might have not worked. Um, and now they're spending hundreds of thousands. I, I mean, I think last month they spent like 300 grand. Um, and that's even in the summer. They've dialed it down. They've figured out what works and what doesn't work, what months work, what months don't work. And, you know, they've leveraged those things. So I would say just because something, you know, did work doesn't mean it won't work. Um, and then there's other times where people spend tons of money and I'm just like, oh, you probably shouldn't have done that. I always say start small. Like you guys start with small budgets. If you can afford $10,000 a month, Start with $1,000 a month and prove it out. Prove what works. Don't try and be the big shot that's like going all out. 
prove what works and then scale it from there. And try to and try to get that data, those metrics and adapt. You know, I think a lot yeah. of people are not doing that. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest mistake that I see and how to remedy it. Did you, you when you were growing your um, you know your businesses and even your personal brand? I know you. Have, I noticed like you have over a million followers on Twitter, um, and you know you have a big reach on on LinkedIn and pretty much all the platforms. Did, what did you do that really helped drive that social growth? Um, and and yeah. was it the same with your businesses? Did you feel it was easier to grow yourself rather than the business's social reach? Or a hundred percent businesses building up a business's social reach is so hard. Yeah. Building up a person is a thousand times earlier, easier. People relate to human beings. They don't relate to businesses. Mm -hmm. Even like some of the most, even some of the best businesses that you can think of and that you love and adore you. I would imagine when you think of Apple, what do you think of? Do you think of an Apple laptop or do you think of Steve Jobs? I'd say probably 50-50 right now. I was right? just going to say, I would say 50-50. I, I think of both, but yeah, yeah, I think of both. Yeah, but how long ago did, Steve's, did Steve Jobs die? He literally died eight years ago. Yeah. So, but say eight years ago, would you think of Apple? Uh, would you think of a laptop or Steve Jobs? You would think of Steve Jobs. Right. Uh, when you think of Facebook, what do you think of? Think of Mark Zuckerberg. When you think of a lot of these companies, most of them are the leaders behind the companies versus the companies themselves. Um, I feel it's the same in the world. If you don't have a leader and you're not building up that leadership, within your company, I think your company will not be as successful as it could be. So I'd focus a lot more on your leadership and those listening to this also know that, you know, your company might not be there forever. And people, you know, the average person bounces around from company to company, your following will always be with you. And if you build that up, they go with you to other companies. Now, they might not be perfect fit for that. But they're with you forever. Yeah. Versus if you build it up for a company and that company goes out of business, they're gone. And and this, this is perfect because it, it really ties into this next question I have is, is in regards to personal branding. We know that personal branding is hugely in trend. You know, there's, there's tons of influencers out there, thought leaders, business leaders online, um, out in the world and, you know, giving their insight, their story, you know, sharing their stories. When do you feel, John, it's necessary to brand yourself alongside running a business? Because there's a lot of companies, billion dollar companies, right? That we, I don't even know who the CEO is, where I'm just like, who, who is the yeah. face of, who's the face of Under Armour? I think of athletes, right? So like for me, I'm a big boxing fan. So Canelo um, is a, is a, um, he's a sponsored athlete of Under Armour. I, th I think he still is. So, but um, from, you know, when yeah. I think of Under Armour, at least for me, I'm like, oh, I think of Canelo. I think of some of these athletes. But I'm like, who is the leader? Who is the face of of that company? Or even like Nike. I, I even forgot who the CEO of Nike is or some of these other. Phil. What do you think, do you think yeah. there should always be a, a – uh, a... I, I think it doesn't necessarily have to be you. It can be other people. Under Armour, Nike. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the companies, uh, and what I was saying by that earlier is it, 
and I should probably put a caveat on that. It doesn't have to be okay. you, but it usually is people that dictate companies. The only problem that I see in things like Nike, you know, who are branding all these people. Now, Nike has a big enough brand that if one of these people, you know, went haywire, right. um, that it wouldn't necessarily impact their brand very bad. But, you know, what if, you know, your brand and you pay somebody like Verizon used to pay the, can you hear me now? Yep. Or Sprint. Sprint paid the, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And then they let go of him and now he's working from Verizon and you now associate, can you hear me now with Verizon or Sprint? I don't know which way, one or the other. But like, all I know is you think of that person, you're like, oh, they just literally wasted hundreds of million dollars of branding by not tying that person up for life. Yeah. So those are or other things like, you know, for example, in the news recently, there's been a, you know, multi-billionaire that's been accused of, you know, sex trafficking and stuff like that. It can also hurt your brand from other perspectives. So yeah. I always say to brand yourself as much as possible. You, there's also usually if you are the owner of your business, there's no other person that will work as hard as you. Yeah. You're it. Yeah. You're number one. From every here on out, any person that you hire or pay will not be anywhere near the work ethic that you will be. And do you feel if you're, you know, if you're trying to build um, your your personal brand along with, you know, you running a business as well? Because not not all, you know, not all thought leaders, business leaders, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, influencers have a company. Some of them it's just themselves and maybe one or two other people. It's not like a like a legit, you know, they're not trying to like the scale a, a large, you know, grow into a large company. Um, do you feel that it's important to connect what your company does with how you want to brand yourself or can they be totally different? Can they have totally different objectives? I would yeah, they can have totally different objectives. Yeah. 100%. I have multiple companies and, you know, I have multiple, you know, very different niches, very different objectives for each one. So I, I don't see a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Now, the more you focus on one, the greater outcome you'll have. So if you're splitting a focus, it might not be as great a value as it would be if you had the exact same focus. But that being said, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like for you as John Rampton, when you're on, when someone sees you on social media, um, someone sees you online, how do you feel, what do you feel they perceive? How, how do you portray yourself to your audience? How, what do they think about you? Do they, do they think that you're this uh, thought leader about about online marketing, digital SEO, or are you about finding your purpose, passion, meaning, or are you? You know what I mean. What's your? I'm both. How are you identifying? I, I have very split personalities, <laughs> and I have like three or four of them. So I'm all across the board. You're so okay. if you searched my stuff, you'd see a lot of productivity related things. You've had. You'd see a lot of finance things. You'd see a lot of leadership things. Yeah. And you feel like that by you building yourself up, that's that's drastically helped your businesses now and in the past. You feel like it's helped with lead generation sales. It's yeah. it's, it's a return. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's good to hear. So, what advice, John? What advice, tips, strategies on how to market yourself or brand yourself in today's competitive digital age? Any any advice? Uh, my biggest advice would be start today. Just start. Stop thinking that you need to have 
like 10 videos. You need to have 20 pieces of content lined up. You need to do this. You need to do that. Just start. Start doing yeah. it. Throw stuff out in the world. Don't worry about that tweet if it's going to go viral. If it goes viral, great. If it goes viral and it's not the greatest thing for you, you know, you deal with it. But the likelihood of something going huge or that is slim to none right now. So just put stuff out there and try your best. And there's no, you feel like, because, you know, everyone talks about these these plans, these strategies to execute in order to, you know, to, to uh, become a thought leader. You think a lot of that is bogus. You think that the key is just to execute, just to just put content out there, your message. It can, and they can all have different messages, right? It doesn't have to be something, it has, doesn't have to be about, about digital marketing. It doesn't have to be about branding. It doesn't have to be about technology only or about purpose. I think so many people get caught up on that. It has to be this. It has to be that. It has to be perfect. I just say, start going. Your plan doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be fleshed out. It doesn't need to be everything to everyone. Just make it the best for you and try and just go. Like you, you don't hear most people being like, Oh, you know, you know, I wish I would have started a year later because you might, you might miss the boat. Um, So I would just get started and know that you're going to make a lot of mistakes along the way. You're going to look like an idiot along the way. I've looked like an idiot as countless times, literally countless. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy, uh, John. That I've you know, I've, for me and my company, we work with tons of tons of startups and even larger companies that have talked about um, not just branding per se, but even just putting content out there. And they're and, and I believe I, I mean I'm a marketing guy. Like I, I definitely believe in strategy. I, I believe in plans, preparation, and and all of that. All that is great. But I do I definitely agree with what you're saying is that I think a lot of us as human as human beings and business people we are so focused on getting it perfect and getting it all having it all aligned and strategic having the calendar and like I said I I like those things and they're important they have they do have a, an important piece to it an important purpose to it but I think the biggest thing is just getting stuff out there starting it being consistent with yep. it right you know, I think that's so important. Yeah, agreed. So just get started today, guys. Seriously, every person listening to this, if you want to be, you know, famous on Twitter, start today. Start tweeting. If you want to do stuff on Facebook, start. If you want to start blogging, put up a post today. Just start. And then my next recommendation would be start being consistent. People really like consistency. The more you can start being consistent, the better it will be. And what about like the value added in all the messages? And I'm not even just talking about um, what, you know, what you would do for your personal branding, but I'm talking about even just the the content that you put out as a business. Do you think it should have, what's the, the level of value it should have? Do you think it's something that it's answering questions according to, to your audience's pain points? It's answering. I, mean, I, would, try, I would try and be as as thoughtful and as helpful as possible. There's a lot of people that don't know what you know. Uh, Like, you know, if you're a plumber saying, oh, or or an electrician, here is how to change a light bulb. I'm sure that probably 90% of the population knows how to change a light bulb. But I'm guessing 10% of the population does not know how to change a light bulb and is scared to do it and hires somebody or tells somebody else how to do it. 
Does that seem like the dumbest thing in the, in the entire world? How to change a light bulb? Yes. For me, it sounds totally stupid. And anybody who put that on there, it probably just pass it. But for 10% of people out there, it's going to be something where they're like, oh, I, I really, I like that. I needed that. So don't be afraid to put something out there that's, you know, won't help the entire world. Just start. Yeah. That's great advice. So, John, just jumping a little bit here uh, in regards to, uh, you know, leveraging your story. And I'm talking about leveraging your story as an as an, a, a, a person in general um, and yeah. storytelling. And I love storytelling and being able to resonate with other people because, like we talked about, you're dealing with people at the end of the day. Um, yeah. you feel leveraging your story, leveraging and using your story for either your business or personal is vital in selling and marketing today? Like, how, how do you connect them? Yes. I mean, my, my story is part of my life. Um, I think it, it's not that way for every single person. I think I use my story because I like illustrating that anything is possible to anybody and that you can have an impact in your own life uh, and in other people's life just by doing some minor things. So um, I would definitely leverage stories. I mean, I tell stories about my daughter and the funny things that she does to illustrate mm -hmm leadership things being like hey this is you know sometimes leaders act this way when you know think of it like a child you know if you throw a little temper tantrum does that show leadership well the things that you're doing in your life and i'll illustrate like personal stories like that and integrate my family integrate funny stories integrate you know this and that into websites it it humanizes you down to everybody's level I love that you said that it humanizes you. Yeah. It's, you know, and I think it shows the reality of your life and the authenticity because I feel that nowadays, uh, you know, at least for me in my, in my, you know, career and my experiences, it's so hard to build trust. You know what I mean? To trust people now because it's, there's been so much unethical crap going on. It's all about money and, and, and them you know, putting themselves first, all this stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's hard to build trust. So I feel like the story that you use as a leader, it's going to make you human. It's going to show that you're real. I know that kind of sounds stupid a little bit, but it's so true. It's like it shows yeah. that you're real. It's like John's like, you know, you might see him on, on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. You're like, who is this guy? This guy gets so many views. I love his stuff. And he has all these businesses. He's probably rich and wealthy and has all this going on. Like, but who is he? I don't know his background. I don't know his story. So when you use that story, it's so, I think it's just so important, but I, I love how you said that it humanizes you. It's so true, man. So true. Um, Thanks. So, you know, what, what's your, John, what's your approach on giving and helping others? I know you, I noticed you've talked about that and, you know, in some of your content and on social and, and what we've talked about a little bit here on giving and helping others. Do you feel, and, and do you feel it always comes back tenfold or a hundredfold or do you believe it, it always giving with no expectation to receive? I mean, I would give with no expectation to receive always. Yeah, um, I agree. Giving is so hard because you'll give, 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 and it will not give back tenfold. <laughs> Anybody who says, Oh, I give and it gives back tenfold has obviously not given a whole lot. <laughs> Um, now, it, now when you're talking from a financial monetary standpoint, now what it does for you as a person and as a human being, that's where I think it does give back tenfold. 
is if you're doing it with the true intention of not getting anything out of it, like that feels good to you and helps you as a person. So in that aspect, it does get back tenfold. So I didn't want to sound like a complete idiot there or a hole, but (laughs) I have something about helping people. I have kind of a statistic about helping people. So I find that one in every 10 people will help me back. So I, and when I help, I make connections. I write about people. I talk about people. I give free advice, free work. I look into their accounts. I connect them with this. I'll send them something for free. I'll send them a book. I I help people all over. So if anybody listening to this, if you need help with something or you have a dying question, I'm at John Rampton on Twitter or johnrampton.com. You can connect with me um, anytime. Like, feel free. Be like, tell me your biggest struggle and how I can help. But here's my numbers to success with helping people. When I help people, I find that one in every 10 people I help will help me back. So one in 10. So it's not a thousand, you know, I'm getting 10 times back. No, I'm getting one tenth back. One tenth back. One in every 10. Now I find that in addition to that, one in every hundred people I help will turn into a financial relationship where I'm earning some sort of compensation or my business is making money. Mm-hmm. I find that one in every thousand people that I help turns into a multi-million dollar relationship. Where over the coming years, now it's not going to be right then, but over the coming years, I will make or my business will make multiple millions of dollars between that person or someone that person connects me to. So what does that mean for me as a business owner? It means that I need to be constantly helping. If I help three people a day, and when I say help, I mean truly help. When I help three people a day, my business will make a million dollars. Now it might not be right then, but over the coming years, it will make a million. And by that point, I hope it's like three or four or five million because I've helped that many people out. Yeah. And I, I have you written an article about the, your giving statistics? I love that. You should, if you haven't, you definitely should. I think that's, I know I, re, I really should on that good, one. Man. I think that's a great, um, great article, great topic. It's engaging. It's, I think, and I think, John, what's important is people need to hear that because it's, you know, it's sometimes you, you know, like, at least for me, like it, it burns you out when you're online, when I'm online and I'm, and I'm, you know, doing my research, I'm working, I'm working with my team and, you know, and, and we're, we're implementing different, you know, strategies, doing tons of different things, business and for, for the podcast as well. Um, it's sometimes it burns you out to just continuously see people that are, are just, it's just sell, 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 sell. And obviously like I'm a salesman at heart. I'm a marketing person at heart. I love selling I love marketing, but it, I, what, what really, what inspires me emotionally and spiritually and mentally is that, you know, we're here ultimately to give, we're here ultimately yeah. to help, you know, cause you're not. People forget that the money that they're making, everything that they're doing in work, they're not taking it with them when they die. Yeah, I agree. You know, they need to leave some type of impact in the world to help people. And with that help, they will be successful one way or another, you know? Yep. 
100%. Kind of my take a little bit, but anyways. Um, so tell us, uh, I, I know you're, you know, you're the, one of the founders of, uh, co-founder of calendar.com. It looks like an awesome tool. I've used it a little bit. Um, I definitely want to sign up for it. So tell us a little bit about calendar and, and the future of it. Yeah. I mean, calendar, we just rethought everything that you do with your calendar, how you use your calendar, you know, what your calendar should tell you, when it should tell you, how it should tell you. So, um, we rethought that, you know, your calendar has not changed over the past 10 years. So we just set out to build a better product. So you guys should go check it out. It's calendar.com, just how it sounds. You know, you use your calendar and then .com, check it out. And, uh, you know, if that can help you become much more productive, you know, it'll help you arrange meetings. You can send that, you know, calendar.com slash your name to somebody. They can easily book a meeting with you, you know, stuff like that. Check it out, guys. You'll love it. Perfect. So uh, just to kind of conclude, there's, I was asked last three questions. I call it the three hows explained. So three last questions is how do you define failure? How do you define your story in one sentence and in one word? And how do you define success? So the first one is how do I define failure? I define failure when you have given up. So I, I wouldn't just deem anybody a failure that's still trying. Yeah. Um, what was the second question? The second one was, how do you define your story in one sentence and in one word? Um, one sentence would be, I just keep going. And in one word, push. 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 <laughs> Uh, and then the next one, what was the question? And success. Success to me is living the type of life that you want to live despite all the odds against you. That's a perfect way of ending it, man. Really, really great. So yeah. John, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you for everything. And, you know, me and you are going to continue connecting and, you know, building our relationship. But I want people to find you. So where can everyone find you on, uh, on online? I'm just at John Rampton on every social network. So on Twitter, at John Rampton, Instagram, Facebook, all of them. So. Fantastic. Well, John, thanks again, man. I really appreciate you uh, being a part of this podcast and, and sharing your story with us. I'm very thankful and uh, look forward to uh, talking to you soon, connecting and, and um, pushing this episode out for people to hear. So really appreciate you, man. Hey, no problem. Thanks, guys. Well, thanks again, thanks again, everyone, for listening to Tales from the Pros. This is your host, Michael Giorgio, and until next time, thanks, guys.